I am so excited because my first guest coming out tonight, folks, my first... What the... Is that a motorcycle? Oh, no. Colette, Yvette, Bernadette. You can call us the Jerkettes. Oh, my goodness. It's all three of my ex-girlfriends. What brings you guys out here tonight? We met each other when we was at the drugstore. We was all buying waterproof mascara. Lesson learned, thanks to you. We got to talking about how much of a creep you are, and we formed a band. So you guys are a band made up of all of my ex-girlfriends? Yeah, and we rented this space for a public service announcement. Hit it, boys! Was she really going out with Pat? I don't know. Let's go ask her. Wait, you guys dated Pat too? I don't know. Let's go ask her. You know, I, I, I'm standing right here. I'm, I'm standing over here. We just established that you all met and you're my ex-girlfriends. Can, 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 can we just speed it up? You're bad news, Pat Byrne. Ready, boys? Ladies, it's time you learn. And you Jerkettes. A girl group made out of my ex-girlfriends, apparently. That's humiliating. That is awful. That's better you than me. Great gravy, amen. I am so excited tonight because here to bring out my information cards that I use throughout the whole show tonight is a founding member of pivotal heavy metal rock band from 19, since, since 1975, founding member of Motorhead, folks. So excited that he's here. He is actually also on the forefront of a career in magic. He's switching careers. So please welcome to the stage to to debut his magic act to the world, Lemmy the Illuminati! you for the cards you're welcome my goodness folks so let me uh you're you're doing magic now is that right yes that's incredible that's incredible let me t- t- uh would you would you want to do a magic trick would you guys want to see a magic trick from lemmy all right then you pick a card i won't look have you got one? Show the people the card! Have you shown them? Is it the Ace of Spades? It's the Ace of Spades. Poof! Oh my goodness! That's, am- that's incredible! 
That's a really good card trick. I'm that's, impressed. That's awesome. Can I? Can I try? Can I try? Sure. Yeah, Neil, you 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 trick a card. That's great. <laughs> Is it the Ace of Spades? Nailed it. Wow. Poof. <laughs> That's uh, it's quite a coincidence. Um, actually, quite a coincidence. Neil, uh, I'm sorry. Let me. Could, could I? Could I try it? Could sure, I could keep this up all day. Okay. Uh, Pick a card. You know what? Could Could I just see the deck? Could I just see this? I'm just curious. Uh, yeah. This This is a This is a deck entirely made up out of the Ace of Spades. All right. Let me. Come on. Or so it would seem! Alright, there he goes. Let me the Illuminati, everybody. Don't applaud him. Don't applaud that. Just get him out of here. For God's sakes. Well, uh, moving on with the show. Um, my next guest coming to the stage. Oh, no, not again. No, no, gosh. Not the jerkettes. My ex-girlfriends, everybody. We just came by to drop off a new single. I, I want, want a guy, guy who can write a cohesive variety show. Okay, what? Is, is, is that a crappy dirt bike backstage? What is that? No, Richie Richarelli dropped us off. Wait, what? Are you talking about my downstairs neighbor... Crazy Richarelli? That guy's dangerous. We prefer to call him has occasional brushes with mental illness, Richie Richarelli. He's our manager and our boyfriend because if history has proven anything, it's that dating your manager is an excellent idea. <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure that's true. Look it up. <laughs> yeah, I just... I, I... Listen, I, I'm, just, I'm just worried about you guys, okay? Like, I, I, I don't want you guys to get hurt, okay? He's dangerous. It's not a cult, Pat. Look, I... I uh, ex ex excuse me, but I never said it. I actually never said the word cult. You just did. But actually, if I'm doing the math right, uh, music producer who's also your manager, uh, yeah, he's dating, he's dating all of you. Is that right? At the same time? Yeah, it kind of sounds like a, a, a little bit like a cult. I'm well, sorry. it isn't. Richie made that very clear in the initiation ceremony. Mm -hmm. Okay, see... That initiation ceremony, are you hearing yourself? That's like textbook cult. Okay, listen, you need to get over yourself because we gotta go and shave our head and mimeograph copies of Richie's manifesto. The, the, these are cult things. These are things in a cult that you would do. You're jealous. I, I'm, I'm, I'm worried about you guys, okay? Like, not for nothing, but I, I don't want to see you guys get hurt. Richie's not bad. He's good bad, not evil. <laughs> Yeah, he got an honest job. He works for Pop's Garage. All of the cars that he works on are haunted. Is that why a vintage LaSabri tried to run me down last week? It's called the LaSabra creep. Ugh. I don't know cars. And we don't got time to worry about that, okay? We can't be codependent with you anymore, Pat. We got other things to worry about, like where to get a pint of goat's blood for Richie. Yeah. Get your goat's blood wholesale. Just oh, get out of here. Eight. No, That's a good deal. Yeah. 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 I'm just, I'm, 
just, I'm just, I'm just worried, all right? Richie's crazy. He should, he's, he's evil. You should get away from him. We just got done telling you he's good, bad, not evil. I, I, I'm, I'm serious. Look, just, just, just stay away from that guy, please. You know, people say he's got crazy eyes, but I wouldn't know. He's always wearing shades. Mm -hmm. He has pink eye, okay? He has, from what I know, and if you look beyond those shades, you'd see the crazy look in that eye. I'm telling you, he's bad news. We've been hurt before, Pat. Please, be careful, okay? I don't want you to wind up in, in, a, in, a, in a shallow grave. Our hearts have been dumped in a shallow grave before, Pat. And it goes a little something like this. A one, two, three, four. We've been codependent for much too long. wiener okay stop saying that look we were kids it was 2012 yeah look i just think that you guys should just get out of here okay yeah we'll send us a oh, post whatever the everybody don't applaud them just get them out of here Well, anyway, coming to the stage tonight for you for a special interview is one of the greatest comedy writers of our generation. He's a professional, and he's here to blow your mind. Ladies and gentlemen, Jake Fogelnet! Pat asked me uh, what, he emailed me, he's like, what song do you want to be uh, introduced with? And I said, uh, Black Skinhead by Kanye West. Uh, so that was great. And I see a lot of myself in Kanye. So that is good. Yeah. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. How about you? I'm good. All right. Thank you should have just heard good. the reaction when you introduced me as one of the greatest comedy writers of uh, ever. There's someone here that just went, ugh. I know who I know who did that. Oh yeah, you, yeah, you, I'm sure you do. I think I do. <laughs> it was Christy Cello. <laughs> Jake, thank you for bringing the Viewers Universe back into my life. Oh yeah, with was a that reading something? of Chasing Amy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. If you want a copy for later, Jake, you're incredibly successful in show business. <laughs> thank you for being here tonight. It's the first thing written on my card. <laughs> Good. It's a good card. It says here you started your first TV show, Squirt TV, at age 14 on New York Public Access. Yes. Which you wrote, directed, produced, and hosted. Yeah. I mean, how can anybody really be producing anything as a teenager? But that sounded good on paper when somebody wrote it in a bio in 1994. I guess so. But, uh, I remember that show. I remember watching that show. Yeah, I started, I started a public access show uh, in, my, in my bedroom, and uh, it became sort of like a, a cult thing, and... Uh, and, and uh, I'm celebrating my 21st year in show business this year. Thank you. Thank you. And um, like six months of it actually being good. Like I feel, I feel like in the last six months things have gotten like, oh, I, maybe I will be able to make a living doing this. You know, I'm, uh, 
I'm not going to win for both of us. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I like your show. Hey, thanks, man. Yeah. Yeah, you've, you've, you've actually you've called in to uh, an earlier version of this show called Redundancy Radio when mm-hmm. we did uh, The Overnights. And we aired a, uh, a one-time-only episode of Talking Best, which aired <laughs> yes. three hours after the last episode of, uh, of The Best Show here. Here's what my favorite part about that was. Yeah. It was, uh, it was the final episode of The Best Show right. on, uh, on WFMU. And, uh, and so you guys are on at like 2 o'clock in the morning. Three, uh, actually. Three o'clock, so three, to it's 3 o'clock in the morning. Yes, sir. And, and Spike calls into that. <laughs> Completely misses the final through. best show. Yeah, but around three o'clock in the morning, he goes, "Hey!" And um, we, we I thought that was perfect. That was the biggest guest we had ever gotten. Yeah, at that yeah. Point. I was I was also on the show, and I can I say Spike a much bigger get. Right. Than, it was. Than it was me. huge. Yeah, and yeah. We were blown away that we you know he we heard he couldn't get through. I remember saying to him like you know you probably could have or- orchestrated it to like you know get on if like you just I don't know he didn't want to hear it. But uh, that was cool. And you called in, and we sort of met via phone then. Uh, yes. Followed each other on Twitter. Well, yeah. I had been following you. You followed me back. That was great. Uh, hey. 1 800 Pat No Burn, problem, folks. man. 1 800 Pat Burn. That's a good Twitter Plus, username. Thank you. That's a good one. You know, because people always do the blank person or like blank person show. Mm-hmm. See a lot. Or if they can't get the At own. real Pat Burn. I had that one for a while. I thought it you was did? a cliche. Yeah. Yeah. You. One eight hundred Pat Burns better. Do you have the phone number? I don't have the phone number. We've actually tried to call. I'm gonna him. get it so you can. Oh, and I'm gonna charge. And I'm gonna charge you a fortune for it. I also don't have. I don't have patburn.com because that's been taken since 1998. Who? So who's who's the guy who's got patburn.com? I'm I'm glad you asked. And we did not pre-plan this. The guy who bought patburn.com. I was a freshman in 1998, mm-hmm. Verona High School, and uh, Verona High School. Nobody's from. I have no emotional yeah. connection to it, so right. I'm not going to cheer. So I just hit somebody on the forehead. They're <laughs> bleeding, and no, I, I was in high school, and I looked. And I just like, oh, let me try my own, and it was taken. And it was a guy who made it was just like an early photo blog about his kids growing up. So I've watched Patrick Jr. and Holden grow up Aww. for like for, yeah. the length of their lives, and like. And every every time it's like up for renewal, I'll be like, okay, maybe I can get in here. And nope. no, he's right in there. Yeah, he's, he know, he knows how the domain system works. And but that's good. At least it's not because it could be like a white supremacist that has Pat. It's true. Burn. It's true. Like at least it's a it's a guy with a family. Yeah, it's a guy with a family. He seems pretty normal. Um, I did write him once. Uh huh. How was um, that received? Well, his uh, it turns out his email address was pat at patburn.com. Right. And I wrote him. This long, looking back, it was like the longest, dumbest, like... Wait, of why you should have the domain name as opposed to... You don't understand. I'm, yeah. I'm doing things. I'm trying to make it in show business. And no, I, you're joking, but... but no, but, I'm not. But, I'm, no, I'm but, saying but, that's but what you wrote. Yeah. I literally wrote, you see, I'm in show business. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, could, I could really use the website to promote myself and, and my And you're work. just some you know, guy living his life with his family. Four paragraph email, which uh-huh. is longer than it should be. It usually sh- should be like who I am, what I want, how you can help me. It was right. like a, a paragraph and a half longer than it should have been. And then the crux of it is he writes, he writes me back two lines. Uh-huh. He writes, hi, Pat. Thanks so much for the email. Nope. I'm going to go ahead and keep Pat at <laughs> patburn.com. It was like just sulking with Well, maybe you should get 1-800-PATBURN.com. I tried to. Uh, the other day, I, I got obsessed. I'm like, oh, I want to get a 900 number. Here was my idea. 
I I I wanted to get uh, a 900 number, and then just I just read my tweets on it, and I was gonna put on Twitter, hey, if you want to hear me read some of my tweets, call one nine hundred whatever, ten ninety nine a minute, and see if anybody called it. Um, and I and I thought I'd make a fortune. Um, you can't get a nine hundred number anymore. They really? don't exist. Remember hotlines like in the late eighties and stuff? It'd be like, yeah. like the fat boys had a hotline. Yeah. And you'd have to like call it. Like oh my gosh. I still call it. Yeah. It's still running. No. It still goes directly to them. <laughs> yeah. It, it goes. We're yeah. And actually, it's just anything. their cell phone. Yeah. It's one of the guys' cell phones. Um, no, you can't get a nine hundred number anymore. It's weird. And uh, so that's sad. That's just a, a hmm. thing that doesn't exist. I've thought about. Um, patburn.website because uh, that's available now. You or can get Pat dot Burn, .website? Yeah, you can get dot .website now or just maybe uh, patburnwebsite dot .website. It's a lot. It's a dead Why not just space. Like, how about geocities.com slash 19438 slash patburn.html What else can we talk about me? Let me think here. <laughs> uh, many people know you from your work on VH1. Uh, yes. On uh, I love the seventies, eighties, and nineties. Yeah. You were part of. Re- really? Do you truly love all those decades? Can I be honest with you? I'm lukewarm about several of those years that I talked about. <laughs> I mean, I know it's I, just not to rip the uh, the veil off of it, but there's a lot of footage, Pat, of me sitting in front of a green screen in 2003. <laughs> Things were not going so great in my life. That gets replayed a lot on VH1, and I receive not a dime for it. Really? Oh, yeah, there's no residuals for that. That's terrible. Why do you think, like, you know, Michael Ian Black has to work for a living? Yeah. Otherwise, he'd be very wealthy. No, I, I, that's, that was good. It was good. It was good to get my name out there. I Are guess. there any decades you refuse to discuss? Um, <laughs> well, the funniest was, like, around 2007 when, when I got a call saying, we're going to do I Love the 2000s. Uh, and I said, you guys know the decade's not over yet, right? Yep, fair you don't point. Wanna, you don't want to wait three years? They're like, nope, we're doing it now. Um, so I, that, I thought that was funny. Yeah. Uh, I remember that happening. We didn't, but, but it, then, then it was, and I, I know we filmed it, and I said, are you sure you guys want to do this? Um, where, we t- where you have all, where like me and Hal Sparks talk about 9-11? Is that really? <laughs> this is really? I would watch that. We're going to go from like, let me see your thong. The thong song was crazy. And then the, when Lights the towers down, fell. Yeah. Like mood music. And, and I just remember being like, I don't want to talk about that. Why don't you guys not do that? You know, the, so. Uh, the part of the audience who, who isn't laughing were too young to remember 9-11. Right. Going back Napoleon to- Dynamite was crazy. Like, <laughs> vote for Pedro. Going back to your Hollywood credits. Yes. These days you're working on several projects. Yes. Uh, I'm just going to name a few here. Uh, Bill, uh, Funny or Die. Yes. Bill, I use, I, Funny or Die is Billy on the Street. Billy on the Street. Yes. Yeah. We, uh, we, start, we start writing the uh, new season of that uh, on Monday. Great. That'll be fun. And, uh, of course, Difficult People. Yes. That's uh, uh, Billy Eichner and Julie Klausner of a, a show coming to uh, Hulu. And... Uh, I was very, very lucky to be one of the writers on it, and uh, it's, I, I, I think it's going to be good. They play sort of less successful versions of themselves, 
Uh, and it's they, like a narrative. Uh, yeah, it's a sitcom, and they they don't get along with anybody except each other. It's just a, a New York show, and uh, I think it'll, I think it's gonna be funny. I think it's gonna be really good. And this is uh, one of my most exciting things I want to mm-hmm. mention. Um, they're turning this into a series that's going directly to Netflix. Wet Hot American Summer yes. is coming back. Wet Hot American Summer. First day of camp. Uh, it's a prequel that takes place. I, I, yeah, I guess people know that now that, yeah, it is, a, uh, it is a prequel to the movie Wet Hot American Summer, which was shot in 2001 with uh, everybody in their 20s playing teenagers. Now all of those people are in their, uh, their late 30s and, and 40s, and they're still playing teenagers three months younger than they were in the original movie. And uh, yeah, it's eight episodes for Netflix, and uh, it, it, I think it'll it'll be uh, out this summer. Great. Yeah, it was amazing to be a part of that. Amazing to be a part of it. And is this true? You've ended your podcast, The Fogel Nest Files. No, you're on hiatus. I am so busy with show business that I, I decided to turn my back on the podcasting community. Uh, no, I just have been, uh, I, I've just been, uh, so busy and, uh, I haven't, I haven't had time and I'm in, I've been in New York a lot more. Sure. I hope to bring it back at some point cause I really do miss doing it. Right. But in the meantime, the best show is back. So I don't know what anybody was worried about <laughs> other pod trash for. So, but yeah, I, I hope to bring it back in some, in some form. It'll still, it'll be free and I'll, I'll do more because there's more people I want to talk to and I, yeah, I do enjoy course. doing the show, yeah. And I want to make sure I'm getting, getting the name right. Is it, is, is it the Fogelness Files or is it the Fugelness Files? Because I've heard both things. I've it's heard actually both things. pronounced Fugelness. There, there it is. Yes. It is pronounced Fugelness. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> well, shucks. <laughs> Squirt TV's coming back. Yeah, we're bringing that back. Netflix is bringing that back too. <laughs> It's just going to be me smoking and talking about, like, uh, uh, Devo. I'm like, I know Janine Garofalo. Like, it's, it's not good. It's, not a, it's a sad, weird, bad show. I loved that. No, it was, it was not bad. No, I, no, I, no, I, it was great. It was yeah. fantastic. It was a pheno- huge cult phenomenon. Yes. Uh, Sonic Youth were fans of it. Uh, but if, if I did it now, that would be weird. But you did a special. I did, And yeah. it's on, somewhere on YouTube. I've watched it. It is. It's, it's very funny. Ian Roberts is in it from UCB. Yeah, well, like in 2004, um, like around the 10th anniversary of when I had done the show, uh, I got this idea like, well, what if I sold the show back to MTV uh, as a fake documentary about me not over the fact that Squirt TV had ended and I'm desperately trying to get the show back. And we made, me and Tom Giannis, who directed like Tenacious D and stuff, we made a, a pilot for MTV. And I was like, there's no way that MTV is picking this show up. The entire time we're making it, I'm like, we're, they're not picking this up. Uh, and everyone's like, no, no, they will, they will. And uh, then they picked up Laguna Beach. <laughs> I, was, I was absolutely right. But I, it was fun to make it. Because it was just, it was fun because it was just sort of like I can answer the question of like, well, what happened to that show? It's like, oh, we, we did a, a thing at MTV. It was good just because that was a weird teenage experience to yeah. then, you know, come full circle. But it was kind of great too because it was also like a snapshot of like a lot of like UCB uh, folks of that of that era in New York and stuff. And, and uh, yeah, 
Yeah. You know, like, uh, you, you've been involved with the UCB quite a bit in Since New York. The, yeah. Well, I just remember when the Upright Citizens Brigade moved to New York, sure. and they came to... It used to be Rebar, and then it became Luna Lounge, uh, which was this great comedy night. People like Mark Marin and Todd Berry, everybody would, would, uh, would do... Luna and the UCB moved from Chicago and they came to New York and they and they were just like uh, hi we're the Upright Citizens Brigade we're going to get our own TV show we're going to open up a theater we're going to teach classes and for some reason all of New York City was just like yeah that sounds good please do that and they did they did every single every and, on that list yeah and then they opened up a theater in 1999 and I was about 19 years old at that time and uh, it was great because it was like oh these are people that are my age and and a little older that all want to do this sort of same thing that I want to do and I just it was it was just starting and it was really like I look back and, and now UCB is so huge yeah but to be a part of it sort of from the beginning and I'm still friends with all those people and we sure. all work together it's really I mean, nice I remember that 22nd Street theater vividly yeah. and like you know when I a few years later when I was about that age going into the city and it was like a big deal to go in and just like you'd You'd wait for the free ad. You'd, you, you'd pay and when go go to the free ask hat after that. Mm -hmm. And just like, oh my God, you'd see people from Conan and, and SNL. Yeah. And it was just like, good, you know, blowing my 17, 18 year old brain. But, and, it, uh, and there was nothing else like, you know, there was nothing yeah. like that in New York City at the time. And now, now it's just permeated through so much of comedy, yeah, like all those people. But, you know, it was, it really, I feel like it really did start in that little theater. Oh, thank God. I've been in show business a long time, Pat, and I'm doing very well. You, you have. <laughs> At the moment, it will all turn to crap. Before I let you go, I do want to bring up a um, friend of the show, former head writer of the show, uh, Brett Davis, has, mm -hmm. has a new series called The Special Without Brett Davis yes. on the Manhattan Neighborhood Network. Yes. It's a brilliant show. You did this first episode. I was Honored in the audience for that. And that was some next level stuff. I wanted you to tell me about your experience. I was honored to do it. Well, Brett... Um, I've known a long, long time. He uh, also guest on Talking Best. Yeah, first he, and last episode. Brett was MC Steinberg yeah. back in the day. Yes, so Brett has been like the he's like really funny and great and and uh, and he uh, I'm you know good friends with Chris Gethard and and I did a public access show years ago and and when Chris started his public access show I was like that's insane you're gonna have a great time and Chris gave up the time slot because the Gethard show is moving to Fusion and he had he asked Brett to take over the time slot so then Brett said to me will you do the first one I was like oh yeah absolutely and um, it was great because Brett is doing completely his own show it's got nothing to do with the yeah. Gethard show they don't even take phone calls no. it's just like they're writing a show every week and I was really honored to do it and he's so funny and, and it's really uh I've been in Los Angeles for three years, and uh, it's just it's just a bunch of people doing each other's podcasts and stuff. Right. It's really all it is, and um, with you know complete respect to Pete Holmes, that's what it is. And it's so it's nice to be back in New York City, um, where people are are doing weird, interesting things, and yeah. and it's been it's just been in, inspiring. To I gotta me. say, like it's it's actually starting to feel like that. Yeah, that time in New York with. When the, when the UCB opened and stuff like that. I, I can see it. It's people like, like uh, Julio and Christy over there. Julio's one of the funniest people I've ever seen. Yeah, in, yeah. You I, actually ran downstairs and like were like, who's this? I <laughs> did. I ran down. Yeah. I was like, uh, who's that guy? Julio Torres. So that's like, I mean, it's like getting a wave over from Carson. What just happened between us where I just, I just sort of like, you're going to do, do great now. <laughs> just gave you the... It's called the Fogelness nod. 
And it means something in this town. I'm, just, I'm, I'm so happy that you compared me to... Oh, wait, you're... That was... Oh. You're doing fine. You're like... No, no, I'm no. I'm joking. I'm you're joking. like... Uh, no, you're like you're like very engaged. You're like uh, like a like a Alan Thick or something. Like you know what I mean? So, someone actually called me. Uh, someone actually called me Russell Offbrand once. Russell Offbrand. That was a name I got called once. Are they making more Brand X? I can't get enough. <laughs> I hope not. You just take up the newspaper. You see this? Um, yeah, he's. Well, when when can we expect? Um, this Wet Hot American Summer project. I think it comes out this summer. Okay. They're they're uh, they're making it, and yeah. uh, I'm really I'm. It was really amazing to get to be a, a part of that and get to write on the show. And difficult people. Also. I don't know when difficult people. They're filming that too. Yeah. I got a bunch of stuff that you can't see for a while. But you should know the name. It's jakefogelness.tumblr.com, twitter.com slash jakefogelness. And, of course, if you want to catch the uh, Fogelness files, it's earwolf.com slash show slash the Fogelness files. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Jake Fogelness! Thank you, Pat. You're listening to WFMU East Orange, WMFU Mount Hope, in Rockland County at 91.9 FM, and, w- and online at wfmu.org.